Jones. Hello, everybody. Hey, we're live. The Artist Road Podcast. Here today, we have Boundless Creations. How you doing? Doing well. Awesome, awesome. Uh, also goes by Andrew. Mm-hmm. Escudero. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. I told him he had to do that. Because I was like, how do you say your last name? I had a feeling he was like... <laughs> I was like, I was looking at him, I was like, are we going to do this? Because yeah. I'm glad you did. Thank no you. Problem. Thanks for helping me with that. <laughs> um, so Andrew is uh, an artist, a multi-level artist, multi-talented artist. Um, on the video, you can actually see his paintings behind us here at Abraxas, as where we're recording from live today. Um, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Um, I definitely want to just, I guess we can get started with kind of what you've been up to, what's, what's new, what projects you've been working on in any realm. It doesn't have to be just your paintings. Cool. Okay. Well, there's a kind of a few subjects I've been really focusing in on with visual art. Um, one of them is cosmos, is the universe, and um, just refining my process of doing things like galaxies, nebula, making up my own space scenes, not just going after pictures that I see. So that's one. Um, I've also been working on 3D art for a while. So I don't know if you can see it behind me or not, but the, um, I'm work- I have a 3D canyon piece here that's being displayed, and that's yeah. by far the most ambitious thing I've ever done with 3Ds. Super cool. Doing an arch and having yeah. to come out that far and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing piece. It's really cool. Thank yeah. colors and everything too and just how like the way you did the lighting composition and everything onto the 3D pieces. That's amazing. <laughs> Super dope. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Well, I remember when I first started doing 3D art, I wasn't doing the lighting correctly actually. Oh, really? And uh, <laughs> I did this whole set of mountains and somebody looked at it and they said, you know, the background actually looks more 3D than the mountains. And that, <laughs> that changed how I thought about it forever. <laughs> yeah, I made sure every piece I did after that had very clear lighting and, yeah. um, and it actually, it works with the lighting of the room too. Yeah, so yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. really cool because it really like stands out from the room as if like that's another source of light in the photo. Right, yeah. Or in the picture, even though <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a painting. Yeah. yeah. So there's that, and then the last, um, the last of the three is this abstract series that I'm working on, and it has a lot to do with balance between opposites. Sweet. So I've got kind of like the cool and the fire energies, I've got like the nothing and everything kind of polarities, yeah, and yeah. Um, just within all that, how the harmony of these opposites is how we're able to exist, yeah. and even how we're kind of able to master our reality is yeah, like using the elements correctly. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. When is do you have like a, is that something that you're like in the middle of? Or yeah, those two are part oh, of it. Part oh, of it. Oh, yeah. yeah, and this one too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I really love that piece too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing, everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's called a world of our own. So again, it's it's the infinite possibility that we're creating yeah. from by using these, this, these opposites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually had somebody bring up something cool about this one that it's almost like the earth in the different phases of its development. Oh, yeah. That's so, true. So oh, it's wow. like the volcanic, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. turning wow, into liquid beginning. water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty crazy. We'll, we'll post a picture of this. Yeah, so okay. We'll take a photo. So I mean, obviously you can kind of see it in the video, but we'll post the actual photo cool. yeah. too um, for anyone that wants to view it because it's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. And you should. What uh, what pulled you into like doing these subjects? Like, like what was your inspiration to kind of... Hmm. Well, let's see. So my original inspirations, you know, becoming an artist are definitely still (laughs) present. And a lot of the themes that I'm working on now are similar, Mm -hmm. but they got more refined as I 
just went on in my artist process. I learned that, you know, to, to get into galleries and gallery shows, <coughs> you kind of need themed work. You need pieces that work together as series. So I started doing series, um, series work maybe like a, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what led to getting so focused and organized yeah. with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and even when I was in, I was actually in Florida recently, and I had a lot of time to work on art because I pretty much went there to hermit for a while (laughs) and work on art. And that was where I came up with that piece and the first of that series. Just having a lot of time and space to meditate and take care of myself and kind of figure out what direction I wanted to go into next. Mm. What, um, why, why did that come about? Like, what was Florida for? Was that just, like, a way to get away, or...? Uh, sort of. It was actually, um, I had to cut my international travel short. I was in Guatemala for a few oh, months. Okay. But the plan was to keep going and just keep doing murals, murals all over South America and Central America. Yeah. And I just ran out of money. The, um, the job that I was hired for, they not only didn't pay me, but they completely, like... Um, they didn't really honor the, the agreement that I came there with, no, basically. No. So I had to pay to paint my mural. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to go into it too much, but it was it was kind of intense, you know. It was actually a little bit of a struggle, um, having to pay, having to volunteer, which I wasn't told I would have to do, oh, wow. and so like physical physical labor all oh, day, wow. and then barely getting any time to work on my mural. Oh wow, that's a So it was rough, and I did paint another mural after that. But the truth of it is, in these world third world countries they don't pay artists that much. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. to continue traveling, it just wasn't going to work for me. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, a lot of my art, my bigger pieces had been sold at this point. Nice. So I didn't have a body of work. Um, I felt that Florida was a good idea to yeah. just, um, I had a house that I could stay in for free and be yeah. alone a lot of the time. So I went there to basically just start a new series, um, work on some big pieces, yeah. and get ready for the shows that were to come. And yeah. For, yeah, for months and months, I didn't really even go out. I was, it was wow. just painting and, yeah, and a little bit of working, too, to build up money again. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, um, in that time, did you, how many series did you create in that? Was that... This it's kind of yeah yeah it's when I that was when I made the first one of these I mean yeah a lot of the stuff that's in here right now is is from this year of work wow like that was started right when I right so when I got to Florida of work yeah. too in the amount of time that yeah mm-hmm. thank you yeah thank sure, you because especially that piece like yeah it seems like Mm-hmm. Yeah, a pretty long time to develop all that and like just the textures and everything yeah. I left it alone for a while I kind of mm. would work on it and then leave it alone work on something else mm-hmm. yeah that's really cool. Uh, Thank you. Um, well, then, I guess we can kind of segue into what is kind of how's, how did you get to this point? Like, what has brought you from the, from what you can remember to where you are now? Like, what's your history with mm-hmm. creating art? And mm-hmm. I know you do music as well, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even some of that would be awesome to hear oh, yeah. how that all ties together. Well, I've actually been doing music longer. Oh, okay. um, there was definitely a point in my life where I thought that, um, and I still think that music is going to play a big part in my life. But uh, I thought it was going to be kind of just the main focus for a while. When I was about sixteen or seventeen, that was all I did. I toured with a band. I played in high school instead of going to parties. I would play shows. Like yeah. that was just my experience. Yeah. And um, when I was in college, I had been practicing meditation for about a year. I had an experience that led me to discover the importance of visual art. Mm-hmm. And before that, I just didn't really have an interest in it, honestly. Um, 
when I was a kid, people used to ask me, oh, can you draw this? Like, or I'd have to draw something for school, like draw a person. And I could actually do it. I could draw people really well. I could like see something and transfer it onto paper because um, probably because I was just very observant. So I would look, really look into something and be able to see like where the dark and light points were and was already doing that like without any real schooling. But I also didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it wasn't until I had an experience, uh, I was experimenting with sensory deprivation. I had been hearing a lot about that. I didn't exactly have a float tank, but I uh, experimented with darkness. So I um, covered all the windows in my apartment like heavy with blankets and stuff uh, like that. Sure. Yeah, and, and then this was this kind of came to me. I was sitting on the floor, I was already meditating, and I had my eyes closed, but it, it just kind of came to me, hey, I should even cover my eyes. And I grabbed a t-shirt off the floor. I was, I was in college, probably messy. <laughs> found, found a t-shirt over there, right, and just um, wrapped it around my head and covered my eyes. And I ended up sitting there for hours. And it changed my entire life. Uh, what I experienced, it felt like a lot of things were kind of building up to that point. A lot of things that I was learning and um, just kind of coming to. Uh, I was spending a lot of time in nature alone, and that was also building up to this moment. But I just kind of had a complete breakthrough uh, in this in this one day, in this one experience. Um, like I said, it felt like things were kind of building up, but it, it kind of felt like I was reaching for an answer. Yeah. And this experience was like having it, mm -hmm. you know, and wow. and knowing instead of guessing and wondering. Um, there's actually, um, I'm, in, I'm very into Buddhism. That was part of what inspired mm -hmm. yeah. this. Uh, but Buddha says something about um, ego death is how he puts it. But he says that it's almost like you live your life inside of this shell of, of what you think you are and your attributes and your story and your identity, your body. And basically the shit, like what ego death is, is the shell cracks. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, suddenly yeah. you are yeah, yeah. like all that space that's yeah, around yeah. these little concepts that we think are us. Yeah. And it was just, it was so exhilarating and so powerful. Um, I felt that I ha could offer so much to other people and that if people could understand that the, the knowledge and the vibration that I got to that night, that we would just have this incredible world. Right. right, you know, no, it's absolutely true. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and yeah, but it was uh, frustrating because I tried to talk to people about it, no, and it, was, it did not work right away. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. No, I wasn't as good sure. with my words, and yeah. um, it maybe it just wasn't the right time. You yeah. know, like now a lot of these concepts are more prevalent. Yeah. Back then, it, it wasn't as popular. That's true. That's very actually very true. Yeah, a lot of yeah, there was a lot of the thing is being talked about more and. Like, you know, people mm -hmm. open to it more and things happening mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. But it's definitely still like a kind of gray area. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely it's definitely talked about and, and observed more and mm -hmm. more open now than yeah, than it was even like five years ago. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And this was ten, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so then de mm -hmm. definitely like have you had any other experiences like that since that moment, or was that kind of, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah? Yeah, I've had many breakthroughs. Even before that, I had little breakthroughs in my life. Um, I would even call them mystical experiences, mm. which religion kind of discounts that individuals can have for themselves. Right. But you totally can. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. very noticeable, like, they, you know, you know when those moments happen to you. Whatever. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. Why call it anything else? <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean? yeah. yeah, and um, so you guys heard of like Be Here Now or Ram Das? Yeah, yeah. Totally. I watched that documentary. Oh, that cool. One that they yeah is that is that what that one's called? 
There's one he just they just released on him because uh, hmm. right before he. I died. might not have seen it. It's hmm. on Netflix. Oh man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, what he says about it is once you have an experience like that, the seed is planted. Oh, absolutely. And nothing else will ever will ever quite satisfy you. Besides that knowledge and that connection, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so it's like you can kind of go off the path yeah. for a little while, but you'll find yeah, your way yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, are some of the things that you paint from like visions like that or? Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. So there was a whole visual aspect to the experience okay. yeah. that I had. Yeah. Um, very clear. And I remember a lot of it. Uh, I don't exactly, it's kind of strange to talk about because parts of it I'm not sure exactly of the order, but I remember yeah. the symbolism. And yeah, I remember, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There was even a, a point in it where I saw paintings on uh, a wall. Uh, and I, I, like I said, I wasn't into art really. I didn't mm-hmm. paint, but the paintings looked like the paintings that are up on the walls now. Wow. It was cool. it was like space. So even wow. some of the other art that I can show you, mm-hmm. or maybe we can show other people too, but um, it's like scenes of nature turning mm-hmm. into outer space. Mm-hmm. And that was the kind of stuff that I saw in the vision. Yeah. And it wasn't until maybe a few years ago, I started looking at my art and realizing that yeah. I had gotten to the level yeah, of right. what I was wow. yeah, so seeing back I then. Totally, I could totally see that too, because I think as an artist, whenever you see things that stand out in your mind, like you kind of, set out to accomplish those things because you're just not quite the translation between your hand and your mind but you see mm-hmm. it and you're like I don't, you don't know how to get there but <laughs> you're gonna work until you do it right? exactly like, yeah you keep working until it gets there mm-hmm. so I can totally see that and it's like when you have a vision like like the, I mean like you're saying like once you have you know thought or even like moments like that happen to you yeah there's really no way to not think of like that ever again like, exactly there's no way yeah totally it definitely changes everything around you whenever so mm-hmm. I can totally see how that happens for sure mm-hmm. damn but yeah so that's I really cool <laughs> that's really cool um do you feel like now it's that's part of your process do you like look for those moments commonly now or is it still something that you just kind of take like as ceremony in a way that, like you just have moments when you do that or is it something you practice uh well i practice meditation and visions uh insights kind of come while you're doing practices like that uh so yeah it's still very much a part of my life but um but yeah i don't necessarily seek an experience that i've had before yeah i more just want to be very present and aware in in this moment and in my day and yeah whoever I interact with you know yeah, I don't want to be so into yeah, trying to find this, this other vision I can't see the people yeah. in front of me you know that's true that's absolutely mm-hmm. true that's sweet yeah that's true um, so yeah from sorry I, I guess we like, skipped around <laughs> I know I kind of asked about Florida mm-hmm. and kind of got off track from where you started but um, getting back into it where where, where were you where did art come into your life from that point and then like from that spot like what did you do like after from there till here i guess now okay well let's see so i started working on the series and i got some work done and as soon as i had uh, a body of work i started doing shows so i did do quite a few shows in miami and sold you know quite a few maybe like medium and smaller pieces down there uh, I did a few commissions and awesome. made some great connections honestly yeah. like there's some really great people that are down there um, but I also, you know, was disappointed in certain areas and, um, I really wanted to get back to a culture that more understands the essence of my vision 
And I felt that in Miami, it just wasn't quite there. But, you know, it might be soon. The art scene is, is definitely changing down there. That's cool. Yeah, there's definitely some, some more forward-thinking, open That's people cool. down there. That's really cool. There's some conscious movements, too. But at the same time, it's, um, it's not far along enough yet for me to, to feel like it really resonates with, with what I'm doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I get that from Colorado. Yeah. I get a lot of people that I can yeah, talk I to about this stuff. Like, be, yeah. mm-hmm. like, I mean, within the first mm-hmm. two minutes of meeting them, yeah. We're, we're comparing poetry about mystical experiences. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa, That's all right. Yeah. 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 yeah, this is a good spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, then, so from from here, like, what is what's kind of what's next for you? Do you have? I know you work on those other couple series. Is there mm-hmm. any other like go cool, like projects or? Goals or anything that you're really shooting for that's gonna like be the next step in everything oh, yeah. you're doing? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I just I uh, I feel a call to expand what I'm doing and do things on a bigger scale, a more immersive scale. I'd really like right. to create installations. Yeah. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, and uh, what I'm working on now too is combining digital with my nice. visual art. That's cool. I'd like to honestly just take as many art forms as possible and bring them yeah. into an immersive experience. Yeah. And I've done events before where I was able to experiment with that. Mm-hmm. We had um, like theatrical kind of dancers on top of speakers with big golden wings while, you know, an artist yeah. is playing music and there's live yeah. painters and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like we, we definitely um, experimented with, with what's possible in that arena. But what I'm doing now is I'm getting into things like Photoshop and Illustrator. Yeah. And eventually I wanted to get into graphics yeah. and start. And I might be working with other people yeah. at first, but yeah. I want to learn this stuff for myself as yeah, well. Absolutely. And, um, and start turning some of my artworks into video. Um, maybe yeah. mixing it with images of people dancing or ima- oh, yeah. images sure. from real life, like uh, nature and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and, sure. That yeah. Cool. Yeah, just more and more immersive experiences, more um, powerful ways of expressing what I'm setting yeah, out to express. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Dude, yeah. We, we should talk about I know. We stuff. talk to so many people who are like, I want to create like immersive experiences, and it's like so many creative, talented people. It's like, oh, my God, all of us doing it together. Just be, just I think crazy. we can work on some stuff yeah. for the summer. Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Just like really yeah. planned. Especially yeah. if somebody owns some property, that's, see, that's we can go build too. some like installations. We really want to find people who can right. find property or find our own, and yeah, there you go. Create yeah. stuff like that because so, it's just so it's enjoyable, and also here in Colorado, it's like having a place that is like a, a creative but still an outdoor like woods space. Like that, mm-hmm. that's something that is so unique to us that can exist yet we don't see it yet you know what I mean mm-hmm. like even like Hummingbird Ranch and all that's fine for you know Sonic Boom but there's no like permanent space or somebody who's created an, their own personal space within the mountains that's mm-hmm. sure. it's all very much like upscale stuff nothing yeah. like immersive creative like and how we can do things here but like, oh, taking it even like yeah. further just mm-hmm. with like more Things like performance pieces or like installations that go mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. ways to like really. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to take a space to I a didn't level. Think about it, but projection map on the street. Ooh, like, that's great. And have it reacted to when cars like drive through it. Like, Can we do that? Is that legal? 
Actually. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said something. Well, what can we do it across the street on the building? Let's do it on the street. Oh, across the <laughs> our building. That's what we really want to do. Let's do projection map from across the street onto the front of like the nine ten building. Might be cool. And just have all kinds of stuff happening. Like yeah. Nice. Uh, but I totally like do believe though like there needs to be done more done like in terms of creating immersive experiences, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in this area. Like this whole street has the ability to be so much creative like enjoyable experiences for people that people will talk about and mm-hmm. it provides good opportunity for the businesses but totally kind of seems like so it definitely can work on pulling that draw though like and just mm-hmm. making things that people talk about and want to be involved in yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah son of a bitch hold on let's pause I think the battery pause died. it or think the battery died. Pause, stop it, or are we talking? Uh, yeah, just pause it there, too. Action. Action. Action Jackson, and we're back. And we're back. After Thank a, you for our sponsors for that wonderful Yes, commercial. thanks, Swiss Miss. <laughs> 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 just kidding, they're not our sponsor. If you want to be... Call me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I'm, I kind of wanted to talk to you about more about your music as okay, well. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, because you said you you started out in bands and mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff and went on tour. What kind of, like, what was it? What was the band back then? Was back then it was called Scuffed Shoes. Scuffed and we shoes. were a ska punk reggae band. Dang, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I played, I love um, ska music. Nice, man. I didn't really know much about it. Um, I you filled play? in as a drummer for nice. about all the bands. And they liked me more than their current drummer. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. drummers yeah. always got the <laughs> shit end of a stick. There was always like, you better shape up or you're out. And you're yeah. like, Argh! and it was always a battle. So, yeah. Well, this other guy was in drama, I think, uh, and, and it was uh, interfering. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. picking one of the other men. Drums are drama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> but I was also a pretty, pretty beginner drummer at that point. And they, they were like, oh, man, but you hold a beat. You know, it, it yeah, sounds good. And they just had a little bit of faith in me. And I, I got a lot more proficient from That's diving cool. in and just playing with them all the time. That's awesome. That's sweet. But yeah, that was high school, and then in college I started doing more recording and songwriting, nice. and playing more of the like the guitar and keys and stuff like that. And I started a project. So my company I call Boundless Creations, but the band I call The Boundless. Oh. And I've heard some people say that's a good idea. Some people say it's <laughs> not like making them so similar. But, oh, um, nice. So yeah, it may change I like eventually. It. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I mind it right cool. now. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's like you. Then- Mm-hmm. There's no question as to who that is. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're like, and then if someone's like, oh, the oh, oh, oh shit, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you do this too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you're the same yeah, person. Same. Then you, camera. Okay, <laughs> the battery's dead. Okay, it is dead. Yes, let's change it real quick. Sorry. That's fine. All right. Sorry about that. No worries. <laughs> camera difficulties. We're trying to make this actual video work this time like every time it has failed us Hmm. so hopefully it does and you'll be our first real video after three other failed attempts of it recording the whole time or Mm -hmm. catching it Hmm. so seems to be much better um but back to your music cool uh where what are you creating nowadays what's your what's your is, what's your project called? Is it still the boundless? It's still the boundless, okay. yeah. 
And um, so it's, it's definitely evolved over the years. Uh, I've done, I've performed a lot as the Boundless. Oh, awesome. So I've gotten a chance to try out different things. Sweet. Everything from very ambient, down-tempo, experimental to like creating my own house music and my own mm-hmm. kind of like tribal dubstep. And I've tried everything at this point. And I've gotten to see how people react to all of it. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's exciting. Uh, dude, shit. We need to do like in the future, mm-hmm. do something like have you back and do have something where you perform music as well as have your art. That'd be beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know why I didn't even think to ask that until <laughs> now. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll have you back and do and plan something to yeah, where like we, we promote your performance and your art. Cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Because yeah. that would be really cool, nice. I think. And be a really cool way to connect. So yeah. now we know what we're going to do. We're going to work yeah. on that. Yeah. So coming well, soon in the future. One thing that's unique about it um, is that I, I play instruments with my set. And I'm still uh, trying out different things, you know. I, I actually got into mixing when I was in Florida. Yeah. Um, so I started mixing my tracks with other people's tracks yeah. and playing guitar yeah, yeah. and djembe over it. Sweet. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. I actually yeah. really enjoyed mixing a lot more than I thought I would. Nice. And I, I uh, don't have decks now, but I'm thinking about, about purchasing them, nice. adding yeah. that to my set, basically having, like, decks, having um, a push control, and then maybe some drums, like right. um, like one of those like little uh, drum pad type things yeah, I can use sticks on. Hands, yeah. mm-hmm. And then using the electric guitar. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I envision my setup, um, how it's going to kind of uh, manifest in the next couple months. Sweet. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's cool, yeah. That's, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. That's exciting. Do you, have, do you have any new music coming out? So I put out an album before I left to Guatemala. Oh, it's called Forest Paths, and that's the, the most I've ever worked on an album in my life. I spent more than a year working on yeah. it and yeah. refining it. Um, I had some huge, really nice speakers in my room at one point, so I got to mess around with the panning, which oh, was yeah. really yeah. nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and I, it's also, it's the, it's the most um, things that I've mixed together. So it's got, it's all original. All the Whoa. synths are sound designed from scratch. Wow. Sweet. Um, the, all the samples are from my recording, from my guitar, from uh, vocals, from sing- different singers. You guys know Casey Ray? She's heavily okay. featured on this album. Nice. So her voice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know she sang. Dude, she sings she beautifully. What? Wow. You gotta check it out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I glitch her and out a little bit. And all you people listening to this shit, mm-hmm. we're gonna link to it. Check this out. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> wow, I did not. I know Casey. I didn't know that either. This has eluded me this entire time. <laughs> yeah, I even too. got her piano on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Dang. Wow. Sick. All right. I mean, I definitely Thank want to hear this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How cool. Shout out to Casey. Yeah. <laughs> that's really. awesome. How cool. It's, it's really cool. Well, then, yeah, dude. Oh, that's exciting. So, on the horizons next, is there another, another album in the making? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to be purchasing some more equipment so I can figure out kind of what my live performance is going to be. And that actually might influence how I write this album, um, yeah. because I want to be able to perform right, it for live. Yeah, I want to be able to perform it in a really interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to figure out my whole setup um, and kind of uh, like rebuild my electric guitar setup too, because for a while there I was using a lot of single pedals. Yeah. And from travel and mm-hmm. going all over the place, they're they're all broken at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I gotta get more of those and, and figure that out. But um, I'd really like to do kind of like a dancey album actually. Nice. Uh, yeah. A little bit higher energy. Yeah. A lot of the stuff I've done before has been more down tempo. Yeah. So I'd like to do something a little higher energy. Exactly but with the cool. with the tribal elements that I love, oh, with yeah. with kind of like the rock guitar in there yeah, yeah, and sure. just yeah. make something unique. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. That'd be exciting. 
That's really cool. Yeah. That's Especially if you get all the equipment and build it, like, really start going after it like that. That's mm-hmm. exciting for sure. Thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, can we talk to you about your travels, especially Guatemala, and maybe, like, things that led from before that that led up to it, hmm. and then your time there, and, like, I guess just kind of really diving into, like, what you went through and the things that you learned, and just, like, I mean, I'm sure... A lot of that seems to have shaped a lot of things, how they are now. Totally. And yeah. I can't imagine an experience like that wouldn't change you mm-hmm. in many ways. Yeah. Um, I know you talked, you touched a little bit on the murals and stuff, mm-hmm. but I mean, I definitely want to hear kind of like before and then during and after and just like cool. what that was like and what, what you like learned along the way and went through. Yeah, cool. So that was my third time traveling internationally for my art. Uh, I've been to Colombia as well as Mexico City. Wow. I won a contest in Mexico City and they paid me $1,000 and gave me like over 100 of these like metal prints with reflective surfaces. Like they like wow. digitally affected my art and printed them, sent wow. them around the world to all these different CEOs and then gave me a bunch. Wow. So that was cool. Oh, that's like, cool. That's that fucking cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the, the, um, this is really kind of like cool. one of those moments where <laughs> I felt pretty yeah, reassured that yeah, I was on the right yeah, path. Yeah. Right thing, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I, was, it was, I was pretty early on. I'd only been painting for maybe like three years and uh, when that happened. So I went out to Mexico City for that and met the boss of this company, incredible company. They actually, um, they focus a lot on sustainability and protecting the environment. So when I told him about my vision and about just you know, inspiring our world to work more cohesively and mm. take care of itself. He was all about it. He even gave me my own um, like header. So to all the CEOs that he wow. sent out this this print to, he let me like write a whole letter uh, wow. about what I'm about. And that's huge. That's tight. Like, yeah, that's like cool, dude. What the fuck happened? That's mm-hmm. Wow. So there was that, and then uh, I went in uh, to Colombia for a festival called uh, Festival de la Tierra, which is Festival of the Earth. And I taught a workshop about health, and I also live painted. And that was one of my favorite experiences I've ever had in my life, was Look, going yeah. out there and doing that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was very cool. Really cool. Um, wow. So then, yeah, so I, I already knew that <coughs> international travel could have a lot of benefit for my art at that point. Um, yeah. And I was actually in Colorado when I got the invitation to go to Guatemala and paint murals. Wow. And it kind of felt, felt meant to be. Um, I wasn't really feeling the living situation I was in. The, um, I was living at a house, and some of the, like, there was, like, a family that was living there. So <laughs> that interaction was really unstable. Yeah. Uh, which isn't exactly the best to no, be around for, for the that. creative process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah no, true that. <clears throat> excuse me, but, yeah, I felt that it was meant to be, because right around when I wanted to leave that house, I got this invitation to just travel for a while. Sick. Mm-hmm. It was just like, ding. <laughs> yeah, right, so I went to L.A., um, I visited my family out there. I did a job to, um, I painted a whole house to, to make some money for my trip, to make some extra money. Yeah. And um, I went out to Guatemala. And, and like I said, this guy, he had, um, he had like basically spelled out what the deal was that, um, for me to go there. And what it sounded like was that we could, uh, I ended up taking Casey Ray with me actually. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so um, he made it sound like we could donate if we wanted to, to, um, to the, the property for staying there, uh, and for like, for getting fed, but that basically my exchange was going to be painting this mural to stay there and eat there. Oh, yeah. And once we got there, 
we had different people approach me and Casey and say, oh, well, that's, that's not true. You have to pay us and you have to pay us this amount. And it was like this huge amount of money. Wow. It, it was more than I had allotted yeah. wow. for like, yeah, yeah for that month. So it was, it was quite a bit of money. And, um, okay. and you know, we rolled with it. We were, you know, we, we figured it out yeah. and were able to pay it. But, um, it was a, there were a lot of challenges out there. It's such a beautiful place. So I'll get into that for us in a second. But, um, so yeah, it, it was just a little bit challenging. We, we had to, both of us had to volunteer for most of our day and like carry heavy wow. bags of dirt and stuff and like that. And still paint? And wow. still paint, yeah. And Casey Damn. was amazing about all of this, yeah, honestly. That's like, cool. That girl is like an incredible, incredibly strong person. And she encouraged me. She knew what I was going through in certain moments and just like that's helped amazing. me just empower myself yeah. and get up and do what I needed to do. Yeah. And I actually had a really bad injury when I was out there. Oh, no. I didn't have the, the right shoes. So I'm like walking on this mountain path, carrying a big heavy bag of dirt. And these guys were just kind of irresponsible. And um, they, the, the guy who was heading that group, like leading that group, he's like walking behind me on the path going way too fast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey man, like my feet are slipping. And he's just like, huh. Like, mm, yeah, d- doesn't really register with him that I'm, you know, I'm not doing so well. He keeps kind of like rushing me. So I'm not blaming anyone. I b- put myself in this position. We all kind of attract our experience. So <laughs> for whatever yeah. reason, I put myself right there yeah. in, in that space mm-hmm. and time. And, um, and I slipped and I basically like went airborne with the fucking huge bag of dirt, oh, no. pardon my French, and landed right on my elbow on a rock. Oh, shit. And I thought I had broken my arm. Oh, like, my God. I, oh. like, easily, you know? Wow. And what ended, I think it might have been more like a hairline fracture uh, because it did take months and months to heal. I was still Ugh. feeling it six months later. Wow. Um, oh, shit. But, yeah, I mean, I can show you the scar. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Jeez. So that was repaired in the middle of the jungle with a, <laughs> a group of people around me arguing about whether or not to put stitches in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's, yeah, hell yeah. That's a, that's an experience in itself. And right. <laughs> yeah, it's a wild trial to have to go right. through. But so I do want to say that Guatemala is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. Really? We literally lived around seven active volcanoes. Wow. The whole lake we stayed around is um, like an old volcanic crater basically and the Mayan culture there is so prevalent it's still going on you know like they um, this is a little bit (coughs) intense but they were still doing Mayan human sacrifices wow Um, like so we lived next to this like giant cliff wall they were still doing that under a hundred years ago and like letting the blood like drip down the cliffs and everything so <laughs> that's pretty intense. I didn't see any human sacrifices, but I did see a lot of uh, Mayan culture. <laughs> very, very like intense though. Like wow. they, some of them Shit. don't really interact a whole lot with outsiders. Uh-huh. They're definitely not allowed to flirt. Definitely not allowed to have sexual experiences. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a little bit of, of kind of weird energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with some of the locals, the way yeah. they they look at like the foreign women because they're yeah, kind of not supposed to. Yeah, truth. Yeah. You know. Wow. So there's, a, there's an interesting energy out there, but such a beautiful place. Uh, people have actually been going. It's called Lake Atitlan, but people have been going there for mystical experiences for thousands of years. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, it, it's very, um, very energetic. They say that your, your fears come to the surface there, and, like, it's a great place to work through things. Wow. Um, and uh, so, yeah, they also, I did some research before I went out there, and I found this, like, travel blog 
um, just a pretty standard travel blog about the place. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she said, if you go to this lake, you're going to have crazy dreams. Wow. And it's going to be really scary and your fears are going to come up and all this stuff. So I read that. I was like, ah, well, you know what? I'm not that scared of anything. Like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Bam. Like, first night on the lake, I had the scariest, craziest dream and, like, realized all this stuff that I still had to work on. Wow. And it was really intense. It was about a week and a half straight of nightmares. Damn. And everybody was going through it. Everybody around me. And about a week and a half into it, I went up to the highest point on the mountain that you could get to where I was. And I meditated for a while on my fears, on like what? What, what I really am afraid of deep down. And I came to it and figured it out, let it go, and didn't have another nightmare the whole time I was out there. That's wow. a really, really healing experience. That's, yeah. pretty, that's wow. amazing, though, like, mm -hmm. especially since it's like showed you something that you probably needed to see. And yeah. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's, that's, like, fucking <laughs> yeah, that's an experience. I want to see this. Mm -hmm. like, oh. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't go there lightly. It's definitely gonna like shake some things out of the closet. But yeah, it's a good. Oh, it was yeah. a good experience. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, we both kind of been talking about like our experiences of realizations and stuff about ourselves and stuff, and mm -hmm. like we've done you know like different medicines and stuff to to go to that and like one that's we've been curious about is ayahuasca to kind cool. of like, do a journey and stuff like that mm -hmm. and actually push ourselves because I think for both of us we're kind of in that space of growth where we're ready to kind of push our own envelope so to speak mm -hmm. and kind yeah. of see what we really can learn and like what mm -hmm. things that we are dealing with that we may need to like strip away but we got to see it you know what I mean yeah. so like something like that is kind of exciting just because it's like where is it going to take you but also mm -hmm. you know what is it going to show you that you probably need to see and yeah even so. stuff you might not want to, but yeah. It's a big possibility yeah. as it brings those things to the surface, but you just, that's the kind of point too, is exactly. to, to, to go through that and, and like really work through those things. Yeah, you totally. know, whatever it might be. Because a lot of times that's what's holding, that's what holds people back is there's like something else that's like some type of fear. It could be any type of fear or something mm -hmm. like that. And it's, or some trauma or something. And it's like, maybe you don't even realize it. And then, you know, like the idea is to be able to like confront it, go through it, purge mm -hmm. it essentially. And then like that. And you know, that's then go through that part of the ceremony, but mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's definitely, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, you know, like going into it, it's not a light. It's not a recreational Yeah, for sure. for sure. It's <laughs> definitely, like, we talk about it in both of us. I mean, it's, like, for myself, too, like, a little bit terrified, like, excited mm -hmm. to think of it, but also at the same time, like, wow, I don't know. I don't know, but... You guys know Alex you know. Gray, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a, um, a poem he wrote called Let's See Deeply. Ooh. I think you guys should read it, but it yeah. totally describes that feeling before, <laughs> before taking a powerful yeah. medicine like that, uh, yeah. where you're almost scared. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or you are scared. Yeah. And, and so yeah, it, but you know, like coming out of it is going to be yeah. this beautiful, exactly. transformative wow. thing. I'm definitely going to have to look that up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah let's see deeply LSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's hey, true. Hey, One of the medicines so that are available to you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, doing that, like, in my experience, it used to be something where it's like recreational thought of and stuff like that until I actually started mm -hmm. having like you're saying like those moments where you see something and you just can't forget it and it kind of like mm -hmm. starts pushing your artwork or whatever that you're pursuing in a way mm -hmm. that you're kind of you know really working towards that like it's mm -hmm. done a lot of that for my work and now I kind of cool. see it as something that's like a opportunity to 
take in both visual effects but also like knowledge of mm-hmm. like what I want to create for my you know next pieces or whatever and, cool. you know it really defines those things so yeah like medicines and stuff like that it's, it's one of those what can you pull out of it only if you have that attitude though like you know a lot of it can be scary I know I have mm-hmm. friends that have the analysis and they're terrified of it you mm-hmm. know what I mean so yeah. uh, it's both those things are both terrifying but also kind of like so fruitful that you can't help but be like yeah cause what can tr- you get truly it? it's yeah. like what is to be like what are you terrified of it's you yeah. know like mm. really truly you can get to the root of it yeah, yeah. I mean, especially yeah. if you're having an intense experience yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you can get right to that yeah. root exactly. and yeah. things won't scare you quite as much afterwards I had That's, an experience of that of using a medicine and um, <laughs> feeling trapped somewhere. I was actually feeling trapped at a fraternity house no, where no. these guys took my keys, my phone. They, they told wow. me that um, I told like I, I wanted to call my friend and get a ride out of there. Yeah. But they told me that I was like too messed up to do that, took wow. away my stuff, put me in a room and put on a war movie. What the hell? And oh um, the, a war movie? Yeah, <laughs> the situation was messed up. I was supposed to have what a friend meet me there and pick me up. Wow. So I had already kind of dosed myself and um, was in a situation all of a sudden where I felt very trapped. Yeah. And it was one of the most, it was probably the scariest experience of my life. I can life. imagine. Oh yeah. My well, I had a visual of demons, of infinite, <coughs> these like female demons with infinite rows of teeth swallowing me over and over again Holy shit. throughout eternity, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this like huge <laughs> this space. Was on what? This is on LSD. But wow. I am. It was many years ago. <laughs> But yes. Yeah. She like does Did you yeah. paint that. Really experience. I have never even attempted to paint it. I can still see it, but I there's no <laughs> there's no oh, way. Man. You don't ever bring that. I could try. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I yeah. have like do like it's weird. But, like yeah, stuff like that. Like especially people like paint like a, like crazy dreams and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating. That's what people see in that really? light yeah. mm-hmm. because like that is like coming from somewhere and then like developing a brain like to be able to see like what's inside people's heads like that is always very fascinating mm-hmm. Not well so- yeah that was actually too that was just um, one part of that trip because I was able to get into a med- meditative mindset and the demons started turning into angels no and way. then back and forth and back yeah. and forth and I was, yeah. was kind of just laughing at it like wow <laughs> yeah, and I what I came imagine. up with is it's it's all within us the, yeah. the demon and the angel these are perceptions within us Absolutely. there's really just being yeah yeah true, true. there's yeah, just life really yeah and we decide what's good and bad and all these yeah. different things and yeah, yeah absolutely I, true so yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of power in those kind of experiences. I definitely, I, I think some of our culture has forgotten that for thousands of really, years yeah. we've been learning through these kinds of experiences. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like so much of what we've gained knowledge from over the years is some, like were these moments that these people experienced where they were willing to just dive into it, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, yeah. and let like the substance you know do something for them. They give them like a visual or anything that really mm-hmm. pushed them forward. And it's yet it's looked upon mm-hmm. now as if that opportunity is terrible for you and it's like that's mm-hmm. fruitful like you should I want that if anything but yet, mm-hmm. you know, propaganda people, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah well and that's the funny thing though too until you actually do expose people who have those mentalities and then they go through it and they're just like whoa and you're like yeah oh yeah because mm-hmm. like again like I had a friend who I took through that experience and they're like everything that happened to me that day 
whoa, I had thoughts and things and saw things that I never thought I'd ever see, like I've never seen before in my life. Mm-hmm. And it made him scared, but I can I totally understand that your first time, like <laughs> your mind going to those things. Like, oh, yeah. It's a very overwhelming experience, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it's good for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's so good for you because like he just has, it almost sparked his creativity in such new ways that it's like, had you how could you have ever experienced that you like mm-hmm. get to where you are how did you not experience that because like totally it's, yeah it changed I think, something yeah I think yeah. it's all about the context too yeah absolutely you know absolutely. like you can there's definitely ways you can misuse medicine oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah totally mm-hmm. totally so it's, it's actually one of the reasons I don't talk about it a whole lot. I'm surprised you guys got me to talk about it. <laughs> but, uh, I don't talk about it a whole lot because I don't want people to misinterpret what I'm saying, oh, no, totally. which is, oh, okay, if I'm going to take this, then I'm going to get that. Yeah. Right. No, because absolutely. it's not always true, you know. No, for sure. For me, I had quite a bit of, of self-work and practice before mm-hmm. I had experiences that oh, yeah. um, were truly transformational while yeah. in medicine. So that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a big thing, too, is, like, we always try to... Anybody that we've, you know, experienced that with or even, like, talked to about, like, perspective going into it is a huge thing going into yeah. it. Like, if, you're, like if, you have, if you go into it thinking that it's for, not, I mean, not that it's not for enjoyment, but to go into it thinking that it's going to be pure enjoyment in the sense mm-hmm. that, you know, it's not going to affect you in any way. Like, you know. Like watching a movie or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not good, no. Yeah, <laughs> and you're totally gonna go the opposite direction just because you're gonna go through things that you're like, I didn't expect all this, or mm-hmm. even if you're a negative in a negative mindset, like mm-hmm. that's just not you know you want to definitely be in positions to where it is gonna be good for you, both if it's enjoyable like for mm-hmm. your enjoyment or for your growth, like it has to be the perspective going into it is so huge. Like, it really well, is. another thing they say is having a, a guide. Yeah. So yeah. especially with something like ayahuasca. Yeah. There, there are yeah. parts of it that are physically like alarming and could almost be traumatic yeah. if you didn't have a guide there. Yeah. Oh, no, so, yeah, yeah, I heard this from, a, yeah, yeah. from one of my friends. What he said was, like, if, if, if that shaman wasn't there, it's a whole space for him. Yeah, like, yeah. It would have been a lot of people yeah. that Things are going to happen to you that you're, you're not going to be able to, like, control your own self mm-hmm. in a sense, like yeah. know, bodily movements and all that mm-hmm. stuff that thank God you have somebody there. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. at the same time, like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of... I guess of people that also have safety because they're like, okay, this person, this shaman knows, understands, yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Obviously, someone that, you know, is accredited and whatnot, but, like, they, like, they're like, this person can help me, so they, like, you know, they'll, they can call on them if something's, if they're having a time, and then mm-hmm. they can go help guide them more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean... I mean, through those experiences, though, too, I mean, I guess I don't, I mean, obviously don't know for ayahuasca, but through those experiences, too, and through, like, doing LSD, like, you just know it's, you're going to go through it. Like, Mm -hmm. at this point, you know what I mean? Like, if it's in you and you have it, like, and you've taken it, like, you're just going to go through all the things that are about to happen. So you almost have to, like, it's an embracing in a way, too. You know what I mean? Letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that part Mm -hmm. is very crazy how, like, it can be so anxiety building and everything until you're actually just like it's just gonna happen no matter what mm-hmm. you're just gonna go through this and it's yeah, it'll end know. when it ends right. and so you know so that's yep. a very freeing moment but mm-hmm. yeah that letting go is kind of like for a lot of people like that proverbial jumping off the cliff kind of thing you mm-hmm. know so it's scary for people which is oh yeah but yeah it's, it's scary yeah. to let go but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. also necessary to have it really yeah like those um, I've had a, you know a good amount of experiences like that and it taught me a lot about life mm. about letting go mm-hmm. and about anxiety and even about 
um, the way we look at insanity and um, people kind of losing it. Yeah. Like that can happen without any substances. Yeah. It can happen without oh, any absolutely. mental illness. It can yeah. happen simply from not accepting your reality. Yeah. yeah. So that was a big yeah. lesson that I was, learned was, was to true. simply accept what is going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, definitely, yeah. that's definitely a huge thing just because it's so many times we kind of get caught up in the idea of like, well, within social just operations and how we do our everyday lives like you could easily just be losing it stressed out over trying to make things meet and you don't even yeah. know you know exactly. what I mean people are just like to the point where they're day. like why is my health and all these things mm-hmm. happening to me yet right. they think they're operating in a normal aspect and it's like mm-hmm. no that's that's in another way losing it you know what yeah, I mean like, totally. so hmm. you know like that's a, that's in itself like what people don't recognize you know from that experience and what hmm. mentally they can go through mental health and those kinds of things so it's like hmm. these situations of taking these things like that's not the same you know what I mean hmm. it's very powerful but it can help you in those senses so hmm. yeah yeah absolutely that oh, man that's crazy I'm like I, I never had I haven't had like and I haven't also sought it out but like whenever using recreationally had experiences but I never have had like an actual like full bodied like mystical moment in that mm-hmm. sense like I've had things that I've observed and like this is really like but they're just like this is like beautiful or whatever mm-hmm. and enjoy those moments and have the appreciation but I never like not and you know and I feel like I just wasn't it wasn't ready for that time or mm-hmm. even have you know or like my intention wasn't there either for it like I didn't set out mm-hmm. to do that yeah. and I feel like you kind of have to set that intention especially to focus on or to have at least you know, more something like that than just a fun experience. Yeah, totally. Yeah. One of the things I used to do was go out into nature alone. Mm. So even before I uh, started using medicines, I would go out and do this. Mm. But then I found the the benefit of being out in the middle of a forest for hours, mm. partaking in a medicine and just connecting to nature. And it just seemed to, um, it seemed to aid the the obtainment of mystical experience, which is almost like trying to grab wind, yeah. you know, yeah. like yeah. it's, it's yeah. not exactly something you can say, all right, A, B, C, D, yeah, and yeah. then you're there, yeah, sure, yeah. you know, but, yeah, sure. but going out there, being meditative, connecting yeah, sure. to, to nature yeah. and everything, it really did help me and it influenced my art a lot being yeah. out there. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. yeah. See, cause like that, yeah, that experience for me, I couldn't even imagine going out to the forest. Like right. that in itself is something that you kind of have to, be able to do like you know mm-hmm. oh yeah course and experience because like, a lot of people will be like i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do out there so, right right yeah that in itself like i can't imagine how that'd be so good for you because it's really you and that and that's mm-hmm. yeah it's empowering <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah i mean we you know we come from this earth we come from the whole ecosystem yeah. and just because yeah. we've separated ourselves yeah doesn't change the fact that this is our home yeah so um there's actually um I forget his name, but there's a quote by a guy um, that was really into environmental protection, uh, John Muir, actually. So mm-hmm. he said that the clearest way into the universe is through a forest wilderness. And yeah, I remember reading that. Yeah. yeah. I totally understand that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because you're just, your fate, like, there's nothing else to really, like, do, like, to interrupt except, mm-hmm. like, just what in front of you and you're kind of like, whoa, this is, like... And you start to just see everything in a different light. Because it all mm-hmm. kind of gets masked if you're not in front. If it's not in front of you, mm-hmm. you know, like, you kind of forget about it in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. those things, totally. like, they mm-hmm. just kind of... And then, mm-hmm. then you get you get in front of you and you're like, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this right. is... There's this whole thing that yeah. is certainly bigger than myself and kind of, like, oh, get yeah, put absolutely. in the... 
put that you know brought back down take a moment it's just yeah i can definitely see mm. that yeah it's one of the reasons i love colorado too is that there's a lot of nature appreciators out here mm. yeah so I, I resonate with those kind of people yeah. that like you said like you have those moments of humility of just like wow like look what we're part of like mm. look how how amazing and beautiful it is to be mm. alive like mm. you yeah. know instead of just go 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 mm. go go mm. i was actually born in la so like <laughs> yeah. a lot of the mindset there oh, is yeah, totally. go like, go yeah, achieve absolutely. who do you know who are you you know like <laughs> yeah. and i'd rather be around the people that can relax and yeah. chill and, and be around nature no, totally i'm not saying it's yeah. not out there but i've, d- I've just definitely had more luck uh, yeah, in colorado sure. meeting like-minded yeah, people totally, yeah, personally yeah, definitely a different thing especially because like one thing about like here in the wilderness is like you see like the animals and stuff that we see like for instance we stood at this cabin and we saw a deer walking by mm-hmm. and it had like claw marks and it's like that's the reality of what we really live in mm-hmm. though that's like yeah. the true nature of what we are a part of even though we have all this and we've mm-hmm. created all this for ourselves like it is treacherous and it's you know mm-hmm. like a real like, place that can you know are, is very trying just to survive in so it's like totally. kind of, that's a real connection to like nature that we can get and it's like wow we are so blinded by our own experience and all stuff but like that stuff is like a it's a real experience like if we didn't have all this like i can't even imagine what we'd go through Mm -hmm. i mean you think about what we've all like what humanity's done to get to this point like they've had to go through that you know total raw wild world and created into this what we believe is our safe Mm-hmm. you know yeah. more organized you totally, know yeah. somebody had to go through those things mm-hmm. like, true. Like, we've, we've gained much but we've also lost certain yeah. things you yeah, know absolutely. we've lost absolutely. some of our connection mm-hmm. to that like yeah, primal exactly. raw yeah. like just experience of yeah. nature yeah, yeah. but at the same time we're safer yeah exactly. you know yeah, yeah. I just think that um, the way that that culture is set up now um, there are a lot of a lot of opportunities for us to separate ourselves, like left yeah, wing, yeah. right wing, and yeah, right. this race, That's that true. race. And to me, none of that even really matters at the end of the day. No, like sure. we're all we're all yeah. just life here existing. Yeah, sure. I mean, because yeah. at the end they were all kind of pursuing the same idea, and it's like happiness and actually mm-hmm. to live in prosperity. So it's like yeah. we can call it whatever we want. We're all going after the same goals, though we have mm-hmm. like our own speed bumps and everything. It's like it's true. We all want the same things, but yet. They want us to forget that. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And we keep each other from it just because that exact thing, like, we want to believe that that experience is only ours. You Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And what we're chasing is only for us. And that's what we've created through our media and all that stuff Mm -hmm. is that it's just you and yourself and your goods and your, you know, material Mm -hmm. pieces that you only should have. Right. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what that's created is dysfunction and depression and anxiety and unhappiness. I actually sat next to a therapist. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and it's not not limited to the middle class. It's like, it's the people who have made it. Yeah. yeah, They're depressed. They're anxious. Yeah. And I I sat next to a... um, a therapist on a plane one time and it was like a five hour plane ride and she was a therapist for celebrities oh wow and what she told me was exactly that was that <coughs> these people who had achieved everything they thought they wanted were the most depressed mm-hmm. and the most anxious because it didn't give them any sense of fulfillment no. they didn't have um a sense of connection like you were saying mm-hmm. like instead of it being just about me like mm-hmm. creating something for everybody yeah. instead of that um, it was too focused on them mm-hmm. so once they got what they thought they wanted it, it just didn't really inspire happiness no. so yeah one of the things that I believe is that it's connection it's not mm-hmm. obtainment of things yeah, or no. positions uh, it's connection yeah, it is you can have connection with the cashier at the grocery store yeah. and be happy 
Right. You know, yeah. like it doesn't have to be yeah. a crowd of five million people no, shouting no, your name. Yeah. And that's the truth though, because look, I know for each one of us, we've probably experienced in our lifetime, like the most simplest moments of conversations, but probably some of the most football hmm. memorable moments that you have just because hmm. it was the time taken and the connection that you made through that. Like you could have bought all these things and forgotten in two weeks. But those simple moments of, you know, those things are like, that's, hmm. you know, those are the defining parts. So it's like, yeah. of course it's, connect- yeah, it's absolutely connection just because all the other stuff is, is so overstimulated, like it's easily forgotten, except for you can't forget, you know, the moments of the best conversation. That you exactly. Share, right? Yeah. It's unforgettable. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I actually saw something recently where it was um, talking about people on their deathbeds and the last things that, that they wish. Yeah. And none of them said, I wish I had a bigger car or a bigger house. Yeah. Like yeah. literally none of them. Yeah. They all said they wish they followed their heart more. They wish yeah. that they had like healed things between friendships. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, it's all about connection. Man. Yeah. Like, totally. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And that's like, that's a hard driving force until like, I guess you remind yourself about it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have mm-hmm. to constantly be like, shit I'm gonna die like you know what I'm saying like, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. like yeah. doing that to where you're like okay like if I die if I'm gonna if I were to be like super just sick tomorrow and like would I look back and be like sick I tried or would I yeah. be like yeah. fucking A like no you know what I'm yeah. saying so you're like and obviously there's plenty of things that you could look and like be like there wasn't enough time for everything but at least the core of things that you really want to try and do yeah. mm-hmm. I think has been it's you know it's one of those things that you just reflect on and it's like okay if I were here, because some people like, because then, then when you also reference it, like there are people that are there, so it's very possible to be there mm-hmm. at any moment in time. And so you're like, okay, right. like while I'm not there, let me try to X, mm-hmm. you know, and try and reflect on that, <coughs> which is hard. But it's also like, you know, it also helps if you can, like, because you realize the urgency for things that are more fulfilling to, like, mm-hmm, to what exactly. you want to do and to yeah. who, or to like even who you yeah. are, like. You know, it's always about, like, really honing in, you know, as they say, to, like, your true self or your truest form, like, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. Like, for everyone, it's different. But but a lot of people just lose it or mask it or don't even care to see it anymore because mm-hmm. they feel like they can't have that or be that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the whole, like, <clears throat> awakening whatever movement thing that's been happening because of being able to share information, you know, mm-hmm. with each other is good because people... Like, although so there's always going to be extremes of something, like, a, a negative extreme of it, like, for the majority, like, people are at least realizing that, like, they don't have to be bound by a lot of the things that they thought they did, and mm-hmm. there's other ways, and there's other ways of, of feeling connection, and there's other ways of, like, of, of, of obtaining all these things that we all strive for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the classical way of thinking. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, whereas before that's, like, taboo, and in certain cultures and certain things, it's passed mm-hmm. around, but, like... Now it's more people are seeing this, and I think it's a, it's a good thing because at least it shows that there's other things. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you follow it or not, or go that route. Like mm-hmm. you could try it and be like, "This is not for me," and that's fine. You find yeah. a piece mm-hmm. somewhere else. But I think within doing that, like at least it, it opens up like the exploratory nature to really to hopefully like let everything get real shit, and then people will be like, "Okay, fuck!" Like we can see the other the rest of it, and now maybe try and like start to fix it. Because, you know, yeah. like, obviously, like, 
it, you things just you know things will have to get to a certain level before action is taken unfortunately yeah, totally. that's just how yeah. our species works yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so that's how people work in their own personal lives too anyway. yeah fuck you know I'm guilty of that a thousand Absolutely. times over you're like yeah. I know eh, and then all of a sudden it happens and you're like okay doesn't learned again yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's alright yeah. yeah but you know I mean and then then you adapt and you figure it out and continue on it sucks that you have to do it that way but you know that's just like the weird mm. part of it but I feel like at least people being open to those kinds of things more so now than ever could at least unleash more of a change in a more rapid way than without having that information to be shared totally. even though something even though there's plenty of like other hocus bullshit out there you know like things that are just playing off of it you mm-hmm. know there's always going to be someone doing that can't avoid it mm-hmm. but the for the most part like it's people trying to find at least be open to the, a different form of themselves and they seem happier for the most part and if they're not well then maybe you should look at that but i'm most people that i've met that have had some type of experience or awakening or whatever you want to call it like mm-hmm. of seeing other people or having an experience on medicine or whatever like they find that direction and it's like i've never you know i've never seen it demolish them you know it's usually like something they grew a lot from mm-hmm. it and so totally and i mean there was a theory i forgot who said it so i don't want to quote misquote but i was listening to another podcast and how that they felt like primitive man didn't really start to open up until he had eaten mushrooms yeah yeah, Terrence McKenna thank you I was like I can't remember the fuck it was and that that's what really started like our minds being able to to really advance and Mm -hmm. do more because we like happened upon those and had never before and Mm -hmm. that had opened up Mm -hmm. things after they ate them like oh shit like even language yeah Yeah, exactly symbolism and stuff like that which totally makes sense Mm -hmm. it does totally make sense (laughs) when I heard that I was like that is like because I always wondered kind of thought wonder about that never actually the, 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 you know, what made the crack in the crystal that started pushing us to... Yeah. yeah. I always wondered that. And then when I heard that, I was like, fuck. Like, I never even thought or considered that for a moment. Like, these things, obviously, now they're a recreational thing for the most part. That's how, like, most of us come to know them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, were, be, obviously, besides, like, the synthesized ones, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. were once, you know, not even known, stumbled upon by someone who happened to eat them, mm-hmm. and then, like... Boom, and then showed it to everyone else, and then I can't. Yeah, like that experience in stuff would probably be so. Like, well, yeah, well, animals you, take them too. Animals yeah, actually find psychedelic them. mushrooms and eat them, and they do it from time to time. They do it when they need healing. Wow, they they intuit when the right time is to do these things. Right. Wow. So they're even no different than yeah. us. Like yeah. they learn yeah. from yeah. it too. You know, which is crazy because didn't they find like too that like mushrooms are kind of it was the biggest organism that's living on the face oh, yeah. of the earth, mm-hmm. which is. Totally makes sense because like if we're all connected to it, then of course it's something that's like it's connected to the entire world. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, so of where course would you we're a part of? Yeah, what would you well. see and where would you go? You would start to go into those like yeah. levels of the world that maybe we you don't see anymore, mm-hmm. or maybe you need the assistance of something of you know the earth mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. to. Because I mean, yeah, it's it's like whatever whatever type of experience you have, it's always something brilliant, like in its own way. Like even if it's kind of rough, like right, like mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I know some people that have like completely been crippled by having a bad trip, but also mm-hmm. it's like, well, what did that show you? And maybe how uh, can you work on yourself? Yeah, because yeah, where can you, you work like, on? So many times I just feel like, where were you before all this? Like mm-hmm. because if you went through that, there is a lot in there that was happening that mm-hmm. you may not either be conscious of. Or maybe you were, but you were masking it. Mm-hmm. And totally. you know, and what does it show you? 
just kicked it out the door and was like, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, it's also, like I said, like context though. Like if you yeah. go into it without knowing enough about it, true. if you don't have a guide, yeah, like true. I could totally see why yeah. you might get scared by an experience oh, yeah, or sure. even be traumatized by one. Yeah, so that's why I don't, yeah. I don't go around like advocating. Yeah. Um, medicine as the only way to get to a higher vibration I I taught yoga and meditation for a couple Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. and I think that's a way better way oh absolutely I think Mm -hmm. think that's the way that like it's a a practice and we have to come in tune with those things Uh, yeah but Mm -hmm. I I think like what you know medicines and stuff like that are like almost not necessarily a challenge but it's it's like the extra push of your mind if you're seeking that yeah I agree you know what I mean there may so maybe I don't have the right words for it but I think there's kind of a time or place for it Mm -hmm. Um, and you know the individual needs to feel that out it might also help to get some guidance from somebody else that knows a lot about it yeah 100% but but yeah personally I you know like I was saying before I don't really chase the same experiences (laughs) I don't Mm -hmm. really use medicines the same way right Um, I do have a meditation practice and that's kind of what works for me yeah absolutely what uh would you mind going into it? Like what sure. you're practicing? Yeah, sure. Just if some people, because I mean, I'm always interested to hear yeah, about it. I'm sure other people would be too, if you. Yeah. So I do Kundalini breath work. I was taught at a studio in South Florida how to do that. Wow. And it was, it's, you know, they went really far into the old ancient um, methods of Kundalini and mm. um, building up energy. I had this teacher, his name was Keith Fox. But this guy, man, he has so much energy. Like literally, he walks into a room and it's almost like you could have your eyes closed and, and feel him. Like uh, just the the power and uh, confidence uh, and like yeah. emanation of this guy. And um, and he got me to to get to a point where I could unlock my own energy at will. So we were That's in the amazing. middle of a class and we we're building up all this energy. And he's like, all right, you know, you're gonna put your hands on your heart. So I did that and he's like, all right, now your chest is going to become warm. And right when he said that, something just unlocked in me, and my chest was hot, wow. like a stove, and wow. it was it was like a click, like boom, wow. on, you know, and that was a big turning point for me. Wow. I was going through teacher training, but I didn't think I was actually going to teach yoga, mm. and after that experience, I knew I wanted to teach. I was wow. like, all right, okay, yeah. this is something worth sharing, you yeah, know. Yeah, for and, sure, that's amazing. But yeah, so I do, actually, my practice is kind of a mix of Qigong, um, mm. Kundalini breath work, mm. yeah. meditation, and some vinyasa, which is more of the movement. Mm. Awesome. But the, all the movement practices of yoga, if you go back into the philosophy, mm. they're actually all for the. They're all for you to prepare yourself for seated meditation wow. and for dissolving into the one, into everything. Wow. Wow. So like, literally, all the stretching that like yeah. Western yoga focuses on is the main thing. Yeah, yeah. that's literally just to just, set you up yeah, to, to, for to, your own physical I mean, yeah, experience. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, through like learning about Zen and doing Zen practice and trying to sit and like do that, like it is trying because mm-hmm. it is does kind of like one after a while, like you do kind of feel the strain of like just being there, but also like your mind feels strained and you start mm-hmm. to feel, start to feel like I don't know your mind's racing and everything and like you know you're trying to practice to get through those moments or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know you can feel it like really pushing on you. So I can see why oh, yeah. yoga is like to help you. Because, I mean, holding those positions and poses and everything, like, it is physical and mental. Exactly. Know, to, to get to those moments. So. Totally. It's like, yeah. it's mastery. You have to yeah. have mastery over yeah. yourself. It's absolute discipline. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah, really discipline. Is. I also love that, um, like I was saying before, like, things can kind of get 
too polar opposite. You can mm-hmm. go too far to the right or the left. And yoga is this amazing mixture of kind of like masculine and feminine energies. Mm-hmm. So you have to be strong, strong in each pose. Yeah. Yeah. You've also got to let go. Yeah. So it's like this really beautiful mix of, yeah. of those two energies. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. awesome. How long have you uh, been practicing teaching? Like, I've been practicing yoga since uh, about a year before I started this whole path as an wow. artist and creating wow. my company and everything. Wow. About a year before that, I got introduced to yoga and meditation. Um, and that was about 13 years ago. Wow. And then, let's see, maybe like seven or eight years ago, I got trained uh, as a yoga teacher, did about 100 hours. And then I came to Colorado later on and did another 200 hours. So at this point, I've done 300 hours of teacher training. Wow. And I taught, a, I taught a free yoga potluck at my apartment for a while. That was really beautiful. That's cool. Yeah. I've taught at other locations too, <laughs> but that was my favorite, honestly. It was bringing people into my home, like creating this whole environment. Yeah. And then afterwards we would have, um, I called it potluck tea and conversation. Yeah. So That's it, cool. Yeah, it was See, cool. cool yeah. Because, like, I think for a lot of people, even for myself, like one of the reasons that I, I commonly want to do yoga but don't is that being comfortable amongst people and in classes and stuff like you know it's it's a little bit different when it's like a place but at a home where you're gonna create like a friendship and stuff like that and mm-hmm. be welcome into someone's space like that like it almost feels like just hanging out and totally you know like even people don't want to go to the gym because they're afraid of like being around people in that sense so it's like ha- creating something like that is super calming and already creates that like you're amongst friends doing it and not so totally. much just you know other people in the class yeah, yeah I agree yeah. and let's say too that you unlock something yeah and you have an energetic experience yeah I don't want to put you back in your car on the street <laughs> that's minutes. true like, yeah, that's being true. able to hang out yeah sit true. on a couch or keep meditating yeah. and talk to people about your experience yeah. it helps you integrate yeah, yeah. better than some, yeah. like they, they taught us the same thing with kundalini with my first teachers that if you're gonna build up all this energy, you need to do something with it. Yeah, you true. don't just go go off right. and, and, and have you just some throw it back in the chaos of like yeah. your <laughs> life that you're like, oh god, I I'm mm-hmm. building for these moments, but you know now you got to jump back into it. Like, yeah, well, it's almost like <laughs> taking medicine. So yeah, the where it gets you, I mean, I would say it's <laughs> yeah. identical. Yeah, at this yeah, point, after going through all of this, yeah, it's the same experience. Yeah. You you raise your energy and you're you're heightened. You're more sensitive. Um, so the input is important, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. What, um, what's, uh, something that if you could like instill or like leave, you know, or like tell people that you've, you know, like a bit of advice or something for people that you've learned that could really maybe help someone if they're in a weird spot, if they're feeling stuck or not feeling that they've found their path. Hmm. You know, is there like any kind of advice that you, you know, try usually instill in someone or, or anything? There's or a lot. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this whole subject of balance and health, like um, philosophy and development, like it's all very important to me. But, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of things you can do. I think that it's a, if you are feeling stuck, that it's important to address all the different aspects of yourself, including the physical. Uh, diet is such a huge influence in our energy and even our mind Mm. they're discovering more about the gut every day Mm -hmm. how important our stomach um, bacteria like what that has to do with our intelligence our memory our moods yeah so yeah Yeah. think about like somebody that you know that's that's struggling is is being extremely moody yeah i bet you they could use some good probiotics they could use a more alkaline diet more exercise more water more meditation like there's a lot that goes into health you know and every case is different 
So like I've, I've taught workshops about it, but it helps to have like an hour or two because mm-hmm. there are so many different things to hit uh, yeah, as far as, yeah. as what changes you can make, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I was going to ask you something. I just forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, I did want to know more about some of, like obviously, you know, you create music, but when you are creating art or other mm-hmm. things, like do you listen to music? Do you have like some things, like anything that you go to or anything that's like really influences you or you like to like listen to or you know some I mean some people you know they use it as meditative kind of thing too like while they're doing art or something it's hmm. like I don't know if you if you listen oh totally yeah, yeah. Um, there's definitely some favorites that I have there's even favorite albums that I have do um, you know Fele P-H-A-E-L-E-H. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, he's was one of the first electronic artists I really got into. Yeah. Uh, just that, like, tribal I really tempo, like, yeah. Like, melodic. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I love Fele, but there's an album called Fallen Light. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite album to paint to. Awesome. I put it on all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know exactly which one you're talking yeah. about, too. I'm going to write it down. Mm-hmm. Like, and it goes through so many different styles of music in that one awesome. album. Yeah. yeah. It's really That's cool. cool. That's really sweet. Yeah, I... I missed him the last time he was here many years ago. Hmm. And the last time he was here before that. Or no, after that. Have you seen him before? No. I, I saw him at a super... <laughs> dude, I saw him at a super intimate, small venue in Miami. Oh, that's And cool. that was amazing. Like, wow. I didn't, I didn't even expect him to be that good, and I was yeah. into him. Like, he was wow. just on it and mixed his music together in a really cool, interesting way. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It's amazing. Anyone else come in mind? So, yeah, I, um, I was thinking about this earlier, actually. So it's anything between, like, acoustic, really relaxed kind of music to, like, sometimes house. Like, I like All Day I Dream. Nice. Some of the um, yes. kind of collectives that are going on right now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I like some electronic. I've listened to rock. I used to listen to Tool and Nine Inch Nails when Tool's I was making Oh, dude, me too. Yeah. When I was growing up, I listened to them all the time. Yeah, Ooh. Tool is one of those very conscious, <laughs> transformative yeah, kind of experiences. Yeah, yeah really especially is. if you, like, get into their lyrics. Oh, yeah. Um, because, dude, what that guy is saying yeah, is right is. there with a lot of the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. You know? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, they were just fucking ahead of so much. They were just there. So yeah. that was even so long ago, when especially when they were like, you know, still writing, like touring and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff too. And that shit was when I was younger, you know. It's right. like, to think about that now, you're like, fuck, they were saying these things and talking about them. And it was just like, oh, that's cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, music. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Woo. I like these lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then now you're like, shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Well, my friend Brian actually is the one who did it for me. Um, I, I liked Tool. I used to listen to them. I even had a moment where um, I was listening to Tool one time in high school. I was driving, and he one of the lyrics, I forget what exactly it is, but it was basically like, if you really want to to see reality, you need to pull your head out of your fucking ass. <laughs> and like, there's just the way he said it, the music, yeah. it was all so powerful. It just... It made me feel like I had something to break out of, and I did. I, f- I felt like I had this expanded awareness yeah. while I was driving. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I had a little taste of like what Tool could do then. Right. But then I was hanging out with my friend Brian, and he showed me a lot. Um, he was kind of the first person that showed me the uh, like visionary psychedelic scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he introduced me to Alex Gray, and we also sat like he forced me to like sit down with him <laughs> and, and like look at study Tool lyrics. Yeah. And so we were listening to the music, looking at the lyrics, and I just man, I became a fan for life in that moment. Yeah. 
like understanding how deep this guy's message was mm. and how honestly like beautiful and talented his method of uh, putting it into poetry oh, is. that's true like, yeah and that's that's one thing like I, bought, I like about it too is like the actual poeticism that he goes into like writing that stuff but yet it, you know to the most a lot of music like he just kind of look beyond that and just hear the sounds mm. you know what I mean but until you really, really listen you're like man that's some hollow writing like that's right like, you know, or sitting like, down and listening to a yeah. whole album yeah. all yeah. the way through rather than like kind of just having yeah. it on his background exactly. yeah. you can literally connect to the soul mm-hmm. of that artist and, and obtain information that you might have never otherwise yeah, gotten oh yeah like, dude I think yeah. albums are they appeal in that way where you you just do start to finish <coughs> like you know especially on first listen like that's mm-hmm. always been like you know I know like now it's more now though like slowly albums are coming back again like Good. they're making yeah. resumes, you know like yeah. for a minute it was like single single culture and mm-hmm. EPs and I'll call that still very that's still dominated especially in electronic music but mm-hmm. I've definitely seen in the past like even six months past year this resurgence of albums right mm-hmm. and like really diving into that mm-hmm. even people that built their name up off of singles now then they release a whole album and you're mm-hmm. like fuck because they, they dive deeper than just yeah. whatever they kind of like you know took place in and then you know so there's definitely this resurgence of it, which is awesome because yeah there's nothing like that where you're just like intently doing going on that entire journey with them mm-hmm. just wherever the fuck they were going when they put that together exactly you know, you know yeah. So yeah there's yeah. definitely nothing like that experience I don't care you know like that's always been something that's like uh like that's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, you heard of Symbolico? No. Oh, man. Symbolico is a cool one. He he came out with an album called Connectica, and that's a cool one, man. It's very electronic, uh, but it's very cohesive as a whole album. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Great. People can do it. Yeah, we talk about that with music all the time of, like, you know, the experience that you're trying to create or the mm-hmm. adventure or story that you're trying to tell with it. And yeah. A lot of music is lacking that. And so exactly. like, to even yeah. hear an album that has an entire... Like intent through the tracks to pull you through, mm-hmm. like it's fucking genius at that point. Totally, especially with so much that's lacking from like the rest of the yeah. music world. Yeah, I felt that from Nine Inch Nails too. His ability to take you through an experience, like, oh, dude. like take you through even mm. some kind of like shadow work, like go through something kind of difficult, yeah, but come out of it healed, yeah. come out of it like peaceful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he um, transmits that through his music very well. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he totally does. I mean, yeah, dude, he definitely, Trevor Hesner was fucking brilliant in all the ways he did his things, you know, definitely, and Mm -hmm. those experiences and those tracks as well, and those, yeah, definitely those two were legendary. Right, yeah, you ever heard of Ghosts, the album Ghosts? From, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, yeah. (laughs) I have it on CD. Cool, nice, yeah, not a lot of people know about it. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, I had, when I was younger, um, I was I had one of my good friends was really into Tool, and that propelled me more into them because he would like just knew everything about all of the, everything like their nice, lyrics yeah. just everything mm-hmm. would really like so he would just like educate us on it and that dove me into it and then like there you go, man. I saw them a bunch play live and it was every time it was just like ah like you know and just learned to, mm-hmm. I used to like just learned a lot about them so yeah they and same with Nine Inch Nails the friends are super into him so that got me really into it and just like listen to everything that they yeah, did there you go you know you're just like I have to just cause it was so just fucking on its own level mm-hmm. you know definitely right. like in its own realm <laughs> like you just yeah. can't fuck with it people just weren't at that level so yeah those guys especially cause Tool put so much math in their music mm-hmm. 
yeah, like like reading about that shit I'm just like I can't even think in right. that sense and, in that mm-hmm. way, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm a drummer and yeah. I, I cannot even conceive of how uh, Danny Carey is able to pull off some of this stuff yeah like, reading like, about doing some off of timings things. in the middle of the guitar riff and, and syncopation like, yeah <laughs> how all of the like some of the tracks with certain things like added up to this number after this like many bars mm-hmm. and these things equal like so represented this pattern that occurred everywhere in life and so he put it into a drum beat and you're like this is fucking insane mm-hmm. like you know yeah, the, the fuck is wrong the Fibonacci yeah. sequence yeah, yeah. yes yeah, yeah. yeah dude like just all those kinds of things it was just mind bending cause you're like mm-hmm. it's hard enough to just be like I'm just gonna flow and make some cool shit and then you're like you know what I'm gonna take this like 10 steps further yeah. exactly I'm gonna yep. figure out how mm-hmm. this sequence works within a pattern and then play that and then everyone else is good enough to where they all can write you know like that whole mm-hmm. they're just like super super musicians on that yeah shit. totally yeah. Yeah. So should write all to that the moral of the story is everyone go listen to some tool music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're in the right mindset, yeah. Yeah. I'm not always in that mindset. Yeah, it's I, I definitely, used to, like, it's listen definitely to it all the time. mindset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's. I've been yeah. resonating a lot with some of the like relaxing kind of acoustic music lately, and oh, I just yeah. listened to Fall and Light yesterday, so oh, yeah, stuff Lord, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. too. I, um, yeah, both of us were like working and stuff. Very much we're so. Very like music that's going to take you places mentally mm-hmm. rather than like. You know, some driving hard. I mean, sometimes, yeah. but like you know, <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff that's working like allows you to just drift and kind of get that. Yeah, sound. super exactly. like ethereal stuff, like yeah. like yeah. a drum and bass, or even like ethereal mm. like techno and house. I was gonna say like all I day I dream is kind of like yeah, that. exactly yeah. all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. That's just like very just like you just it feels like you should go somewhere in your head with yeah. it. You know, like it's just very it is, and you just get lost in that, and that kind of yeah. drives other things like. I noticed myself more than anything getting lost in that music and really being affected by it, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the fucking point. But, like, it's just, like, you know, more so than anything, like, that stuff, it can just really take me places, especially, like, when creating or needing to be in a focused state. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, that. so, yeah, I agree with you on that. There's so much of that. So enjoyable, though, because, like, so much of your motor skills and what you're doing are so second-hand, like, you're just kind of operating Mm -hmm. on your own. But the mental part of you is like so in an idea and like you know creating some kind of either it's a place or whatever it is you're trying to create but like your actual actions are kind of just like automatic yeah it's a flow yeah Yeah. like they say music really just yeah it just really takes you like that Mm -hmm. i love that so yeah, I enjoy live painting too when the music's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, right. It's yeah. like that. Yeah, I just kind of disappear into the experience. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's super enjoyable to go through that. It's also the opposite is also true. It can be hard when the music's not really good. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's what happens to me now when the yeah. music's like really hard and driving. Uh, yeah. It's just not my thing. Like yeah. Um, yeah. when it gets too heavy. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Especially put some dark clouds like on my galaxies. <laughs> that's yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's darkness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, how can what, how can people connect with you? I know that um, a bit we have a uh, little plug, but we have a painting workshop with you in the week. So this will go out on Monday. So cool. um, if you guys definitely got to check it out, it's called Outer Space Techniques. Um, it's going to be a really cool class from him. Can you, do you want to do a little buzz into it and sure then, yeah yeah so uh, this is actually one of the things that i'm asked about the most i know some pretty amazing artists from around the country and around the world 
And um, one of the things they bring up a lot is, oh man, I wish I knew how to do your galaxies. So I, I know that even amongst artists, this is something that I've perfected or at least um, refined enough that I have something to teach with it. And yeah. uh, the last couple to few years, I've been really working on breaking down my process. Really? Yeah, so that I know I can take a, a square canvas and I know all the steps to quickly create a galaxy or a nebula and what things to do first. And, yeah, and it's taken me a while. You know, I used to kind of just start experimenting and, and see where things took me. And by this point, I've broken down a process. It's really exciting uh, because I don't have to look at pictures of outer space to be able to create it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I can just go off and imagine and um, see what kind of effects I get from mixing different colors. And some of the techniques that I'm going to teach, they actually are going to show you how um, you can use almost the random effects from experimentation to create realistic space effects. Yeah, realistic space um, effect and it's, it's pretty cool it's taken me years to get to this point where I've, I've broken it down like this so yeah. I'm really excited to share yeah that's amazing mm-hmm. yeah so um, if you guys are in Denver come and take the workshop be the this Saturday yes cool once this goes out it'll be this Saturday the 29th yep yep cool glad I remembered that <laughs> so yeah um, what would be the best way that people can reach out to you get a hold of you as well so for now um probably my facebook site or my instagram site uh, as well as my email or phone number okay um but uh soon this year i'm planning to launch a new website and a whole new clothing line and uh, series of products sweet so this is kind of the time period where i'm getting all that ready um, but for now, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Boundless Creations. Sweet. Um, Instagram, Boundless Creations 923. Awesome. And we'll link to that, too, in the show notes so people mm-hmm. can just click and get a hold of you that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. All right. Really thank appreciate you. your time. And actually, we're about to do um, Third Friday. So, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I will uh, appreciate you coming out. All right. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah.